turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Is it 2021 yet? Say what? <laughs> I need it to be 2021, babies. Oh, I'm glad that I could be here with you guys and share this time and actually laugh with all y'all out there. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show for now. Follow me on Facebook at Andrea K. We are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. I posted earlier today that I was beginning the process of moving off of Facebook and Twitter to Parlor. And people are saying, good luck, AK, like, you know, I've been diagnosed stage four terminal cancer or that <laughs> or that I'm heading off to do the Iditarod or do some, you know, trail, you know, and I'm never coming back. I don't know. Look, it's going to take me a while to transition. I'm just now starting to get into parlor. I, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. Thank you for all the good wishes out there. It's going to be a, a slow to transition, but I'm just announcing it because it will happen. I don't know exactly when I didn't put a date out there, but. I wanted to start. I'm making the move. It's going to take me a little while. In the meantime, glad to have you guys here with me. Whatever I end up doing on social media, I'm still going to be here 6 p.m. Pacific time on The Answer San Diego, FM 96.1, streaming all over the place at all the different ways. 888-344-1170. We are closing in on... uh, the biggest day, really, in our country's history. We thought it was going to be November, um, but as the legal challenges and as the courts have rejected, refusing to even hear the evidence of fraud, we are closing in on the last opportunity, really, for the real result of the election on November. Uh, The last opportunity for the actual result to be confirmed, and that's next week. And we're going to be talking about that. We've got to talk about what's going on with the latest stimulus relief bill. We've got uh, breaking news coming out of uh, regarding Moderna, which is the second vaccine. coming. just so much to talk about. Karen Cataline, it's been a while since she's been on the show from Spouting Off Podcast. Super fun gal. Um, And she is uh, rebooted her uh, article from November, I think it was, or from actually maybe maybe it was November. Yeah, about masks because Biden has come out and says, should he get inaugurated? The mask, the maxation mandate is on, and we need to revisit this because this is a critical aspect of restoring America to its greatness is by not just getting the jackboot of tyranny off the necks of businesses across this country, but get it off our faces as well. So she's going to be here, and Amanda's with me every night of the week. The one is with me tonight, and it's the one and only DJ Potato Skins. Fauci is a small man, so he's going to wear one of those uh, tiny helmets they serve ice cream in. <laughs> uh. 
Had to play that. I need a little laughter at the beginning of the show. Yeah, good luck with that national mask mandate, because I know a lot of people that just... uh, It's not going to fly with them. Let's just say that. Well, it's been flying so far. A lot of Americans, you know, because everything about the left, I have said for years now before coronavirus, liberalism is where liberty goes to die. The, The entire agenda is about control. They are totalitarians and they are using bullying tactics. I've actually been saying this for decades. What every bit of what you see going on in the stores, you see people being attacked and bullying. This is just an extension. The next steps of, of what started years ago, if you wanted to enforce immigration laws, you hated brown people. If you expected women to pay for their own, you know, contraceptive contraceptives, you hate women. If you uh, believe in life and that it is not her body, it's a separate human being that should not be destroyed in the womb simply because of geography, you hate women. Small it, steps. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it, the PC stick that we were beat with every time we we tried to discuss those things if you wanted to criticize um barack obama on his policies you were called a racist they were all these different identity politics the race card and and uh, the the war on women that was played against mitt romney all of that where they would beat you up with the pc stick if you if you dare to speak up against them, now they're literally beating us up physically on the streets in the form of Antifa, threatening you in a store if you're not wearing a mask, uh, burning down cities, taking over areas in the form of CHOP. And none of it has anything to do with any of the issues that they pretend it is. Uh, they didn't care about any illegals coming across the border, kids in cages, because Obama was putting them in cages and they didn't say a word. They don't care about women's rights. They don't care anything about women or they wouldn't be, you know, tolerating the sexual abuse and harassment and rape that's been done by big wigs in the Democrat Party. They don't care about poor people. You know, if you don't, if you want entitlement reform, you hate poor people. They don't care about poor people because they actually implement policies in for the strict purpose of making people poor, which is what's going on with coronavirus. They don't care about anybody's health. Otherwise, they wouldn't have policies that are literally making people sick. There's more people dying in this country right now from the shutdowns and from the lockdowns than coronavirus itself. They would not have told you you couldn't go visit granny in a nursing home and then intentionally send sick grannies with coronavirus from the hospital to nursing homes. Every bit of this is about power and control, and we don't have a Republican Party stepping up against it. No, we got Mitch McConnell, who comes out today and decides that he's going to stop and not allow for a unanimous vote to increase the relief from $600 to two thousand. How dare he? Yeah, I mean, and uh, and you know, uh, suddenly I said this on Newsmax this morning. Suddenly, all these Republicans are all about they're all deficit hawks and debt hawks. They're like, How, we can't be increasing the debt like this and, and, and the deficit. We're we're broke as a country. Uh, we we so we can't go from six hundred dollars to the American family to two thousand. Suddenly, they're all Rand Paul, right? We ain't buying it because if y'all cared about spending, you wouldn't have put together. That disgusting, gross, America last two and a half trillion dollar spending bill with crap in it like $40 million to the Kennedy Center. Billions and billions to universities like Harvard that are sitting on a $40 billion endowment. You wouldn't have put money in there having to do with fish in the, in the Gulf Coast or, or studying uh, Asian carp, wherever it is. You I'm wouldn't, glad the carp's going to be safe from coronavirus. Yeah. They don't care about spending. No, they're part of what Rand Paul calls the Dick Cheney deficits don't matter crackery crowd. It's exactly what they are. But I'm not for $2,000 to the American people. I'm really not. If, but if they're going to do a relief bill, because the main relief that Americans need, 
DJ Potato Skins is not going to keep a restaurant that's struggling in San Diego. It's not going to pay their electricity bill. Here's what they should do. Cut out all the pork, every single bit of it out of that. And you know what? They could get a lot more than $2,000 for every single American. Well, not only that, what they really need to do is they really need to be saying to these Democrat governors, we're not going to give you another dime until you until you back off these shutdowns. I, you know, you Republicans out there, God bless Harmeet Dillon and Mark Morsier with your lawsuits. It ain't doing a thing. There has not been one lawsuit that's been filed that has saved a business in, in California, has it? Can you give me one? Count. Uh, nope. No. In fact, I asked Mark Morsier on my phone, not to bust Mark, when he was on the show. I said, where's the lawsuit against the masks and the six-foot distancing requirements? Where's that? I said, because if we don't have that, that's really, that's really where they drew first blood. Is going back, going back to to those regulations because even if you file a lawsuit that's, that's successful and allowing your restaurants to stay open, as long as you still have, uh, and you look at some of the lawsuits, let's just just let us be open. We'll do your outdoor. We'll follow your re- requirements. We'll do the six foot distancing. We'll do the that. masks. We'll do the outdoor dining. It's still not enough. And my point is, is as long as you have those regulations, not only is it unconstitutional, but if you've got a restaurant with six tables on the inside. Six foot distancing requirements, you're not going to or, or you're not going to be able to stay in business. And that's what's happening. A lot of these businesses, as you and I have talked about on the air consistently, have now closed for the final time and they are not reopening. No, they're not reopening. So, you know, what, what, what we should have done is we should have had these Republicans step up and say, we're not going to do it. You know, you're you're willing to give money to all these foreign countries. You're not willing to give it to Americans. You're saying nothing. Yet you're still collecting. How much in, how much of this bill was an increase in their salaries? I would be OK in support if you're going to if you're going to cut checks and act as though you care about the American people. You will stop taking a paycheck for six months. There won't be another dime going to a foreign country. And then you can write checks to Americans. And then on the meantime, then you take any federal funds that's going into these states and you tell them you're not going to get another dime until you back off the off of these unconstitutional restrictions. And I also don't want to hear any more from conservatives um, who has the greatest shutdowns uh, and who has the least amount of shutdowns and who has the most coronavirus cases and who has the least. Um, a lot of people, conservatives, are using Florida as an example to say, look how well Florida is doing. They don't have all these shutdowns and they don't have as many hospitalizations. That's not the right argument. There's never a justification for any area of our government to seize control of any business in the United States of America unless they've committed a crime. We have Desmond here in San Diego, but I'm really trying to search for Republicans that have stood up against Gavin Newsom. And there's not many here in California. Very few are actually leading the charge. And and I'm and to, from what I can hear when I'm on Newsmax like I was this morning and, and I am every week when I'm debating people and I'm on Twitter, on social media, I feel like I'm the only one that is continuing to beat the drum on stopping these shutdowns. Why do we have people like Charlie Kirk debating the minutia of shutdowns? No, there is no justification for the shutdowns. And we are never going to get this country back. No matter whether or not we win the Senate in Georgia or not, even whether or not Trump ends up being inaugurated, because as long as we have the Fauci's, as long as we have the panic that's been implanted in the seeds of America, as as long as we have these Democrats that are using this for power over us, this is what we've we've got to deal with. People people allow themselves to get sucked in to minutia and debates on this and, and not see the bigger picture of what's going down. But let's talk a little bit about the bigger picture. Um, because Rasmussen tweeted out some things that were interesting today. 
Um, this has to do with the election. Um, and we've talked about this um, in, in a sense in one way before. Rasmussen tweeted out today. You know, from Rasmussen reports, those who cast the votes decide nothing. Those who count the votes decide everything. We've heard that, right? Stalin, something that we've talked about. And this is why the Republicans failed us in not pushing back and doing what they could do every step along the way, every time some aspect of fraud was being perpetrated. Every uh, Republican. And I'm talking about going back decades. He goes on to say, Scott Rasmussen, come January 6, 2021, Vice President Mike Pence will be presented with the sealed certificates containing the ballots of the presidential electors. At that moment, the presidency will be in his hands and there is nothing stopping Pence under the plenary and unappealable authority vested in him as president of the Senate from declining to open and count the certificates from the six disputed states. If they are parentheses, as more than 70% of Republicans believe, certificates from non-electors appointed via voter fraud, why should he open and count them? If the votes of all seven contested states, now he said six earlier, then he says seven here. If the votes of all seven contested states are registered as zero, President Trump will have 232 votes. Joe Biden will have 222. Per the 12th Amendment, the votes shall then be counted. The person having the greatest number of votes for president shall be the president. Um, and that's, that's where you go into the, um, you know, you got the House where they've got the delegation, but we're talking about the Senate now. So he goes on to say, P.S. Thomas Jefferson, among the most revered founding fathers of our country, only became president because he used his unilateral power as president of the Senate to open and count the presidential ballots in his own favor. And the reason why I wanted to share this with you guys tonight is because I know that there was a lawsuit filed by Louis Gohmert uh, against Pence. And Saw I, that. And I think that this is, is, is what that is all about. We don't need to get into the minutia, the legalese of it. This is, this is why Louis Gohmert and other Republicans filed that lawsuit. And it's to put How the, do you feel about that? I feel like it's the right thing to do. No, that's not what I'm asking. How do you, do, do you think Pence will, if given that task, will do what is right? No. No. I hope I'm wrong. Have I been wrong about any of my predictions or any of my you analysis? Have not. Whether it was going back to 2016, 2015, actually Trump coming down the escalators, whether it was any policy things. No, I'm, not a, I'm not an idiot savant. I, I'm somebody that pays attention and I'm somebody that doesn't hear what I want to hear. The only thing I, I will I, say to, to, to this point, over the last four years, Pence has proved that like, he's been a very trustworthy ally um, see, has he? under Donald Trump. Has he? He really hasn't spoken out, has he? About the fraud. Uh, it, 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 only after President Trump pushed him a couple about a week or so ago, he came out and said in, in Georgia, we're going to we're going to fight to have every legal vote cast and every illegal vote not uh, thrown out. He has never said, to my knowledge, publicly that President Trump won this election and that he was going to do the right thing. I could be wrong. Uh, you know, I'm hearing behind the scenes that he's the reason why Fauci never got fired. He still, even after the lies from, President, uh, from Fauci, even after all the different ways that Fauci was wrong, he turned right around just a couple of weeks ago, Mike Pence did, as the head of the task force and put Fauci at the microphones. 
I did not like Mike Pence as a choice for vice president. I said he wasn't strong enough. I said he was. Oh, I never heard I, you say I, that. I said he was establishment. You don't remember. I said I wanted Ted Cruz because I said that Ted Cruz with his constant, his understanding of the constitution and him being a constitutionalist point. and a, um, a true constitutional conservative that he would be the bulwark for president Trump when it came to all the legal issues coming across, when it came to, um, what was going down, what we already knew, um, the whispers like Hillary Clinton. What we knew, at least in the summer of 2016, we didn't know about all the Russian collusion stuff that was going on, but we knew that Hillary Clinton was given a pass uh, by Jim Comey. We knew that there was a real problem with the FBI and the DOJ. And I felt that I felt that Ted Cruz could not win the presidency on his own. And it was a way to have him as a constitutional conservative in the White House, advising and guiding Trump from a constitutional conservative perspective. And he was a fighter in a way that I thought Mike Pence wasn't. And he showed that of late, too. Yeah. So I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Um, yeah, um, I hope I'm wrong. We're going to take a break. We're past the point of a break. We come back. we got to get into some more. Um vaccine information there's breaking news coming out of the gavin newsom recall effort here in california we've just got much to talk about and then we've got karen catalina who's going to be with us the bottom half of the show be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e andrea k telling you like it is all while eating a donut the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A letter to President Trump from the American people, actually Gateway Pundit. Mr. President, disregard the worm tongues and release the information. Deep state hacks inside the White House are preventing Trump from declassifying damning information that will help him. Probably Ivanka. Uh, here's the letter that they've drafted. It has come to our attention that despite your repeated executive orders to declassify all information concerning the plot to destroy your campaign and your presidency, these orders are being blocked. As you know, as president, you have full authority to declassify this intelligence. We understand that the deep state, including people inside the White House and ostensibly on your side, are warning you not to do this and to keep the information from the public. They are betraying you. Absolutely. Probably uh, Mark Meadows. As well, the claim that releasing the information would harm U.S. national security is a lie. The reality is that by releasing this information, you will expose the dirty deeds of Americans in the foreign countries that have conspired to destroy you and end your presidency. We know what some of what is contained in in this intelligence. We know it shows the role that intelligence operatives from the U.K. played in trying to destroy your chance to become president. We are given to understand that the evidence of foreign interference in, in the November presidential election is indisputable. You must Release this information, not just to save your presidency, but to save and preserve the republic. Your oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution is on the line. We plead with you to ignore ignore the worm tongues who surround you and work to undermine you. We are with you. We, the American people, want transparency and truth. We beg you to release the information that will set us all free. Amen. I have nothing else to say. Yeah. It's been four years. Bill Barr betrayed him. Christopher Ray did. The entire Republican Party did. They Lindsey all Graham need did. exposed. They, period. Yeah. Well, some of the Republicans, the ones that are that have betrayed him, were not were not um, a part of the bad deeds and the illegal activities. But they're part of the one party rule that wants to cover up. Uh, there's there are many Republicans that could have been a part of the Ukraine whistleblower attempt 
uh, had to do with, you know, you look at some of the Burisma Ukrainian deals, Mitt Romney and other Republicans names are all all on it. And they don't they don't want accountability of the Democrats. Republicans don't, because then it means, number one, they got to do their job. Number two, it means that they're likely to come under scrutiny. They want they the Republican Party is really happy to not have the swamp drained. They're really happy. They never wanted any accountability. And um, and I said one of the things I said that I was right about. Going back to the whole Benghazi hearings, stop saying to me as conservatives that you like Trey Gowdy. They've never done anything to hold anybody accountable. The Republican Party hasn't. Every bit of these these hearings that they had were nothing but theatrical performances meant to give you, meant to, to, to throw red meat your way, make you think that they were actually going to hold anybody accountable. And they never did. They never did. There is no anybody who's giving him advice. The same people who gave him advice to not fire Bill Barr, to not fire Jeff Sessions, to not fire, to, to appoint Christopher Ray and keep him around, to keep, to put Fauci at the microphones and keep him there. And Mike Pence might be one of the people advising him not to do this. Anybody giving him that advice to play it safe should be, should, should be ignored. Um, I don't know if you heard this today, um, potato skins, but, um, President Trump, uh, edged out President Obama who, uh, to be the most admired man, uh, this is the Gallup poll, the most admired man in America, President Trump this year. Wow, I had not heard that. No, that's that's great news, and it doesn't surprise me. Well, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't support the 70, it, it doesn't surprise the 74 million Americans who voted for him. He oh. gained. I mean, I mean, that's where a lot of this election stuff comes up. I mean, he 10 million more votes than he did last time, and he still lost, which, it, oh, gosh, I it, it doesn't add up to me. No, well, of course it doesn't add up. Joe Biden didn't even Obama. Uh, you know, the, everybody's talking today about how uh, he edged out Obama. Obama had it for twelve years. Why? Why? Why is Obama in second place instead of Joe Biden? How come Joe Biden? If Joe Biden supposedly Bingo. not just if Joe Biden supposedly not just won, but actually kicked Obama's butt. Then how did he not even kick Obama's? But not only did he not win, but he didn't even beat Obama. You cannot like Obama, but he is one of the, he is a very dynamic speaker, and there's a lot of people that loved him. And for Biden to beat him out, sorry, that's another, there's just no way. There's just no way. On top of it, another report. Speaking of Rasmussen, I, I talked about Rasmussen earlier and what he was saying about Pence. Um, Rasmussen was also, I, I think, did another poll that said that seventy percent of Republicans say that Trump is is the benchmark. He's he's the guidepost and the guideline for what they want the Republican Party to be going forward. And that's why the Republican Party wants him out. That's why they want him out, because they don't you you. And and I know that after Mitch McConnell um, didn't support a unanimous vote for the House bill, he came back with his own version of of a bill that includes uh, two two thousand dollars stimulus and repealing Section 230 for um, protections for big tech. But it includes wanting to commission a study on election fraud that is just a study a study that is such crap that is such such an insult and saying this to the before, american right people. before we go to break they, they think that if president trump loses that he's still, still not the guidepost oh i'm sorry establishment it's far too late for that yeah cat turd do, do you follow cat turd at all uh no <laughs> <laughs> cat turd is like the greatest uh, Twitter account ever. Um, and somebody I was following actually on Parler, because I'm spending more time on Parler, I guess Kat Turd tweeted out something brilliant today. And the Republican Party needs to remember this. 70% of Republicans say that Trump is the way forward. 
for the Republican Party. You think MAGA doesn't have power, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and all the rest of you rhinos and, and Mitt Romney? Cadsherd says, if you don't think MAGA has power, two months ago, Fox News was a powerhouse. The number one rated cable show, hands down. Today, their brand is completely destroyed and will never come back. They barely have three shows in the top 50 now, and CNN and MSNBC are destroying them. So President Trump tweeted out today that uh, the Republican Party must have a death wish if they don't, if they don't support and vote for the $2,000 as well as repeal uh, Section 230. It's not hard. It, yeah, it's not hard. And um, I don't think McConnell, he's playing games with his bill of his own. That 230, you know, it should have been, it should, you know, Trump vetoed the NDAA. They should have come back with the NDAA, including the 230, Section 230, uh, that removes Section 230 and protections for big tech. Speaking of big tech, we come back. We're going to bring in Karen Cataline. We got to talk about some pop culture, some cancel culture business, the continued mask, the maxation of America. Um, and a little scary thing that happened with the Moderna vaccine. So we got lots to talk about. Oh, and here's a question for you guys. Do you want your, speaking of big tech, you want your credit report to be tied to your searches on the internet? Let's think about that when we come back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking about how it wasn't Joe Biden, supposedly president-elect, who won the most admired man in America for 2020. No, it was actually, how could it be? How could it be Donald J. Trump if Joe Biden won eight, eight, got 80 million votes if we, he was so beloved? Good old Joe. Yeah. Um, good old Joe, who actually said today, President-elect Harris got her vaccination today. So, so I mean, does anybody really think that this decrepit old, you know, brain-dead dude who who's still referring to his vice presidential, you know, nominee as president-elect, really is the most admired man in America. We ain't buying it. Neither is Karen Catalina, I guarantee you, from spouting off. I guarantee you she ain't buying that. And she joins me now to talk about all the craziness going on, um, including Joe Biden with his, if he does get inaugurated, he's saying he's all from the maxation of America, forced maxes, masks on everybody. Hello, Karen Catalina. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Oh, hi, Andrea K. I ain't buying it. <laughs> no, siree, I ain't buying it. I mean, <laughs> You're not buying which part that, we, that, 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 that he was the most admired, uh, that uh, that Joe Biden won the election, that he's going to mm-hmm. get us to wear masks for 100 days. Um, I'm certainly not buying anymore that these masks, I don't know who's buying anymore that these masks are effective. Um, that the, the, the numbers are in, there's been studies that have done, but yet we've still got viral videos coming out like crazy where anybody who dares to wear a mask or go without a mask in a store is likely to be attacked. Yeah. It, it's, it's such an alternate universe. It's like everybody is pretending in the same cartoon. I know I don't pretend in that cartoon. Not only have I not worn a mask ever, except one time when I participated in a very tiny protest. 
where in order to protest, we went in, uh, ripped off our masks, sang the national anthem and left. Uh, But I've never worn one. And now not only do I not wear one for a host of reasons, one of them is to model for people what liberty and freedom looks like. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I still see way too many people in Walmart and other places that just go along to get along. Yes, there's more protests, but gosh, I thought we'd see this in April and May, and we haven't. Uh, 15 days to slow the curve, right? Ten months later, how many of us who love liberty knew that we'd be looking at this 10 months later? And how many people said, oh, no, no, it'll be fine. It's just temporary. I heard that from conservatives. Separated the men from the boys. Yeah, I actually, um, I I was against the shutdowns from the beginning. I I referred to masks as mind control devices from the beginning. I said the six-foot distancing were all all ways for them to to, um, keep the hurt on businesses, keep the control on businesses. And it was all about giving the Democrats power. And I had a lot of conservatives that got angry at me because President Trump, in my opinion, made the biggest mistake of his presidency with going along with 15 days to flatten the curve. Because anybody who's been paying attention understands that you cannot give the Democrats that kind of power over us and expect them to ever release it. When has any government ever given up power? It was over any kind of human no. beings. If you understand history, if you understand human behavior, if you understand psyche, you know that when you give somebody who's power mad power, they ain't going to cough it up. And now it's up to us, Karen Cataline. You were on my show months ago saying, um, I was asking you, what do we do? And you said, what would Gandhi do? And I actually yeah. went and watched the movie Gandhi. And mm-hmm. I think I need to rewatch it again because we need a whole lot mm-hmm. of Gandhis out there. We need Americans to say enough is enough. The, you know, you yes. told you told us uh, 15 days and it's 10 months. Now you're saying well, then it was, well, once we get a vaccination, now we're finding out that these vaccines, Karen Cataline, were never tested to stop the spread. They don't have anything with stopping anybody from getting contagious so, from spreading it. So we're still going to be forced to wear masks. How do we end this? Yeah. Well, the only way we can is twofold. One, the citizenry educate themselves about what liberty is all about and how the left has gone completely off the reservation of uh, the Constitution and government restraint. And only people who and your listeners, of course, get that Um, there is a school of thought. Just go back to something you said that um, Donald Trump had to allow this phenomenally brazen and corrupt deep state to commit these outrageous crimes so people would see it clearly. Uh, It looks as if this uh, corruption and this infiltration by the communist Chinese is so much broader and so much greater than we ever imagined that the only way to really catch anybody is to let them commit the crime first. Uh, I'm one of those few people uh, standing alone again, it seems, uh, who says, well, I don't think it's a done deal by any stretch. I'm I'm taking bets that Donald Trump is going to pull this out. And the number of conservatives who have said he should concede just makes me crazy. I yeah. mean, do they realize what they're conceding to? 
some do, but a lot do not still. Well, we um, exactly, you know, to hear that Mitch McConnell's come out with some new bill that has a commission to study fraud. This we already we already have the evidence of fraud. The study's been done and it was done with with hundreds of Americans coming forth with with affidavits. It was done with Sidney Powell and what she did in her investigations and what she's got with the Dominion Dominion machines. It was done when we we just had a report come out that Pennsylvania certified more votes than they actually had registered voters. We do not need a commission. We don't need them dragging this out for three more years. And oh, by the way, somebody, I, I posted a picture, somebody else tweeted out something brilliant today saying, hey, you wait, you wait till 2024 Republicans. Do you think that the Democrats are going to sit back and do nothing? They're going to spend the next four years making sure that they, that there's never a fair election again and we never have another Republican. It will be like California to where we might have a Republican win here or there, but it's basically an R in name only and they have no power. The state is completely gone. It's it's a permanent Democrat voting block, and it will be the same way across the country. I want to give some breaking news on, on the Gavin Newsom recall effort, um, because uh, what's reported today is um, that with um, Proverbs Pro, Prov 3.9, which is uh, obviously for Proverbs 3.9 LLC, they contributed $500,000. Uh, to the recall uh-huh. effort, Sequoia Capital's Douglas Leone and his wife Pr- Patricia Perkins Leone uh, contributed roughly a hundred thousand, so six hundred thousand dollars today for the Gavin Newsom recall effort. We've got to get active. We cannot sit back and wait for the courts. One of the things that we can do is we can download that petition at RecallGavin2020.com, uh, get 10 people to sign it. We can support this recall effort. Hat tip to these heroes that have done this because nobody is coming to our rescue, Karen Cataline. We don't have the Republicans Uh-oh. standing up there fighting for Americans to be opened up again. They're still getting paid. If they lost their paycheck... America would be fully reopened today. While I have you, since you've got your finger, and I didn't even tell you in advance I was going to bring this up to you, but I know you're paying attention to um, pop culture. Did you hear the story of the young white cheerleader girl who um, New York Times did an article called A Racial Slur, A Viral Video, and A Reckoning? That this young high school dude named Jimmy Galligan... um, became aware of a Snapchat video and Snapchat's supposed to go away after a certain period of time, but he saved it. And it's got this young girl. This is from three years ago. This young girl using the N word sounds like she's doing some rapping lyrics. He saves it and waits Uh to use it against her and gets her kicked out of the university of Tennessee for which she ended up going and making it onto the cheerleading squad because she's a competitive cheerleader. And I didn't know if you heard this story, but this story really touched me because um, there's so many implications to the story and what's going on in this country with our cancel culture, Karen Cataline. And this is very serious. Yeah. You can think that, oh, this is just some 15-year-old girl. She shouldn't have used the N-word. Mm-hmm. Well, what 15-year-old doesn't do something stupid? This Jimmy Galligan dude, I guarantee you he's done, done something equally obnoxious and, and, and disgusting. He just didn't have anybody save it for three years to use it against him. Yeah. Well, I did not hear that story, uh, Andrea, but... What it also tells me, and we've seen this again and again, is that the uh, strategists, the politicians, the unelected bureaucrats have created this culture uh, of uh, censorship and demonization of anybody who Mm -hmm. says or does anything. I mean, it's right out of the uh, communist Chinese. It's right out of communism. And now... 
just like they, I mean, what they have tried to do and they've succeeded with a lot of gullible people is they have millions of people who are basically zombies re, uh, 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 doing the same, not redoing, doing the same thing that they've been doing. Uh, if anybody does a, uh, a dog whistle, like everything that they accuse everyone else of, it's them. They dog whistle that writing is okay, that hating white people is okay, hating anybody who disagrees is okay, hating Christians, et cetera, et cetera. And they've been trying to change the culture all along. So, that's why this country is so divided. It's amazing how they divide the country, and then they blame blame their opponent for it. Well, Donald Trump is divisive. I mean, it's, it's stunning what we're watching. Well, and, you know, uh, this is yeah. well, the reason why this story is so important is because it, it, you don't think that just because this happened to uh, this girl was punished, it happened to a 15 year old, it can't happen to you. The punishment of people for their ideology yes. and for their beliefs is happening all across this country in workplaces, yes. um, at a variety of different places, personally and professionally. It has had people like Laura Loomer completely deplatformed. Uh, there was at one point she, PayPal, uh, shut down her account. GoFundMe has, has shut down fundraising for projects and for people that they don't like. Uh, we had uh-huh. we have had bank we've had banking institutions been reported that they were denying people um, canceling uh, accounts from people and saying we don't want your business yes. because of ideology. This is fascism, totalitarianism, you name it. This is what it is, and this is not the United States of America. Yeah. And this is really, really it serious, is. and we're not we're not focused enough on it. We the Republican Party has not done a thing about this. Going back when the first first heard about the PC culture, politically correct, and beating us with the PC stick we should have been pushing back against this and now we're at a place to where people the next step is hate speech uh legislation to where it will become criminal to say certain words that the left doesn't like and then you will be prosecuted for it we already have andrew cuomo making certain words and certain symbols in the state of new york illegal that is a a denial of free speech and we all need to be aware of this and we need to be pushing back there should be where are the lawyers coming to her rescue like like coming to the rescue of nick sandman because for the new york times the New York Times to publish a story about this punk Jimmy Galligan, make him out to be like he's yeah. some kind of hero. Because think uh-huh. about think about the level of hate and anger that it takes, and what kind of messed up monster you gotta be to hold on to something for three years so you can use it against some other person, some other who you don't even know, who didn't even use the N word against him. She's driving a car, and you know, she. I mean, it, it, it wasn't meant against anybody. But oh, by the way, it's you know, it's cool for people to use that word if they're if they're you know, a Lil Wayne or whatever. And oh, by the way, that word is offensive. I grew up in the South. It I never heard it. It wasn't spoken in my presence. It wouldn't have been allowed in my home but you know what as as horrific as that word is there's actually other words that get used against women that are just as bad to me one of which was used against Ivanka and this is another example of the double standard to where it's okay for this white girl to be destroyed because she used a word that this young black dude's probably used a million times yeah yeah and um notice that all of these tactics are Part and parcel, I'm sorry to be such a uh, broken record, part and parcel of imposing 
communism, socialism on a country. You have to reverse and completely repeal every bill of right, including the right to free expression, the right to free to religion, all of the five pillars of the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, all of those Bill of Rights are things that were meant to prevent just this kind of tyranny. So what are they attacking? All of those Bill of Rights. The hardest and worst, most tragic thing is that Americans are so ignorant, take their freedom so much for granted, that they can't recognize that our country is on, under assault right now. Right. Right, and, right. And I feel like I'm a broken record. I feel like people probably get tired of tuning in and having me complain about the mask and the six foot distancing and having me, you know, talk about how our, you know, hate speech legislation and, and what's happening with the cancel culture. Yeah. But I just feel like I hate to be a broken record. But you know what? Why this is continuing and it's only getting worse. I can't. I'm and old enough. Somebody's got to do it. Well, I right. Mean, and and I talk about it all the time. And I I think of the same thing when I do my show is I wonder if they're getting bored hearing me rant about the same stuff. Well, but you know what? Yeah. I'm going to keep ranting about it until we actually, people actually get motivated to, to do something yeah. to stop it, to be their own Gandhi, to get on the phone and call their local right. city council person or their county board of supervisors like Nathan Fletcher. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't, I'm surprised he hasn't, you know, blocked me on Twitter yet. Yeah. I got to run. Thank you well, for being here. Group. Yeah. Thank My you for pleasure. being here. Thanks for having me. All right. Y'all need to go to KarenCataline.com, read her blog post, listen to her podcast, Spouting Off. I got to take a break and we come back. Got to share with you guys a little update on uh, the vaccination uh, Moderna and uh, wrap up the show. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Oh my gosh. Did y'all see the New York Times, uh, the New York uh, City New Year's Eve ball drop app the virtual watch it from home it's about as stupid as it sounds yeah i i can already tell it it's probably cheesy as heck and it's not like the real thing well anyway. it's stupid if you're going to cancel an event just cancel an event don't t- don't try to you know um blow smoke up us that's like trying to do some virtual mardi gras i mean are you kidding me if you're going to cancel it with your little dictatorship then just cancel it don't try to act as though you're throwing some bone to somebody and you've and there's actually some acceptable replacement to it that's crap by the way follow up i think i said it here kusi needs to stop putting cameras in the faces of restaurants trying to stay open one of them thanks to their report got a cease and desist letter from uh the city of san diego kusi why don't you stop harassing and you're, you're harming businesses that you supposedly are out there trying to help. All right. Take Balance in Nature. Feel good. Do something for yourself going into 2021. Go to balanceinnature.com. Discount code HEALTH. Free shipping. 35% off on preferred orders. Love you all. Peace out. See you tomorrow.